This is Hacking the Afterlife podcast with Jennifer Schaefer. Jennifer! Hey, Richard. (laughs) You know, it's funny, you froze there for a second, so I'm hoping that, you know, we don't have any freezing problems, right? No, I'm on a different, I'm on a different, um, whatever it's called, with my office. Frequency, wavelength, Wi-Fi, blah, blah. How are you? What's going on? How have you been? I'm doing well. It feels a little bit crazy, but I feel a little bit overwhelmed this week. But I just think that's just normal for this week. I don't know with the full moon. Who knows? But it's it's challenging for me to get back to even all my friends, you know, my family and friends, because I'm just completely slammed with people. And that's just when I see that, that's kind of a barometer for me. When I see that, I'm like, oh boy, you know, if they're not doing okay, or if there's a lot going on, then the rest of the world must be feeling it a little bit too. But like you said earlier, you have to just like, I have to keep reminding myself that it's not, um, that I'm doing great. It's just everybody else. Everybody else is chaos. You know, and we have to remind people that chaos is a state of mind right next to, uh, what did I say, Oklahoma? Um, I told my friends in Oklahoma. So let's see, we've had, last week we had a wonderful uh, chat with Luana and who brought her friend in. So that was exciting and we've gotten a lot of uh, people giving us thumbs up and they were excited to hear that. So let's see who Luana has on her guest list today because we had another dream last night i know that sounds i don't need i don't mean to just jump so in but she's saying you that can jump in you can interrupt she knows we only have so many minutes so okay. luana you're putting what's the image she's putting in your mind is it of me it's of you and it feels like a dream that you had and it might have been a couple of days ago but it's about oh harry Harry Dean Stanton. Harry Dean Stanton. Okay, and that's who came to mind. That's who she popped into your head. Is that mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Okay. Uh, for the audience out there tuning in for the first or the last time, Harry Dean Stanton was a great character actor who passed away a couple of years ago. Uh, I was a friend of his. I spent many evenings with him at Dad Tana's, listening to him talk about how there was no afterlife. Jennifer and I had the wonderful experience of chatting with him once he crossed over and I was on my way to his memorial service when we talked to him and I asked him, what do you want to tell us? And it's the chapters are in, you know, the books backstage pass. But in a nutshell, he said, tell people to believe in the possibility of an afterlife so they won't waste another minute of their life arguing about it like I did. Harry, the floor is yours. He's saying that there's like a reunion or anniversary date here in june oh my dad just showed up because his anniversary is the seventh hi jim um well or was the seventh i don't know how no he says it is the seventh i'm like are you still married to my mom even though she's married to someone else (laughs) (laughs) and he's he does this he just like "Mm," whatever he thinks and he just showed me doing that which i thought it was funny very funny it's also an italian gesture for like eh yeah, but what's, what's even more funny is that Harry Dean Stanton did Big Love, and then my dad comes in, and it's his anniversary, right? Was it Harry Dean Stanton in Big Love? Yeah, that's right. He played the patriarch. Um, right. But Harry Dean, 
Yeah, I was talking about you, you know, just recently, and I was quoting you with that quote. And so I was writing about you. So what is that what you want to talk about, sir? Yeah, he wants wants to make a revision. Oh, or something. Please go ahead. What do you want to revise? Because Harry appears in the movie Hacking the Afterlife, which is on Gaia and Jennifer, the moment when Jennifer said there's somebody here who wants to talk to you. That's when we was on camera when Harry Dean showed up and had these things to say to us. But go ahead, Harry. What do you want to change? He says, I want it. I want to change that it's not only better to believe in the afterlife. It helps you when you leave that life to have that understanding before you head over because it might take a little bit longer to adjust. I see. So he's saying if while you're on the planet, you can accept the possibility that there might be an afterlife or that there is one. Right. That helps with the transition because you're going to be looking for friends, lovers, old pals, instead of just imagining you're going into a dream or a cloud or because we talked about that in great detail, because Harry, as an atheist skeptic, thought right. that you would fall into a dream when you died. And he <laughs> thought he was in a dream. And Luana, our moderator, said that she had invented this dream for him where he was driving in a car. Fred Roos, who's still on the planet producing the Coppola's latest film, was driving the car. And when I called Fred, I said, Fred, were you and Harry Dean and Luana ever in a car together? And he said, yeah, we drove up to the uh, uh, Monterey Pop Festival together. He told the whole story. I didn't know it. And so it was mind bending, let's just say. And and Harry gave us private messages to take to his friends at his memorial. So when I told them, Harry told me to tell you this, they were flabbergasted because only Harry could know that information. Okay, but let me ask you this, Harry. Can I ask you a question, sir? Mm-hmm. When you when we talked about your passing, you, there were five women in the room. You told us that. And you said there was a baby that greeted you from like 1962. And just as an aside, when I went to the memorial, I asked a woman to describe his passing. She said, well, there were five women in the room. And I said, did Harry say anything unusual? She said, yeah, he said to me, hand me the baby but there was no baby in the room. So Harry, would you talk to us about who this baby was or is? It's a 46 year old now or something like that. Like it's, yeah. um, um, hold on. Yeah, it's a 46 year old woman now. It was, a, it was either a left baby or a baby that didn't make it like a- uh, um, Miscarriage or- and we did did we get the date right 1962 or was it later on i mean it could have been at any time in your timeline 1962 means that the baby would be 60. so let's not focus on the math because you know they're going to present at themselves as they want so if he's saying she's 40 he was 46. oh okay that's a possibility yeah 19 i don't know but here this person was that so this was a woman was this a child you were supposed to have now has she incarnated since sorry 46 years ago i'm i'm 
That's what it feels like to me. Oh, I see. So when, when Harry passed, whatever that was, and then 46 years ago from now is when he was supposed to have that child. Right. And was um, it this, uh, would you want to tell well, us? Who, he was that old, obviously. But do you want to um, tell us who the, the I, I don't want to get her last name, but let me ask you. I'm going to ask you, was this uh, the mother of this child to be was that her name begin with the letter R? And I'm asking that in that way, not because we can't get it, but because I don't want to reveal her identity. Right. Um, Is that correct? Am I got that right? Or is it somebody else? Give me one second. You know who it is, he says. <laughs> okay. I just want to say. I don't. Are you, Jennifer doesn't know. And the audience doesn't know. But I just want to say, I knew that Harry had a long relationship with this person. And when I was went to his memorial, I told her that he had said that he was not only in the afterlife, but he found he, he met this child that he was supposed to have. And she interrupted me by screaming and saying, I knew it. I knew there was an afterlife. Mm. So clearly, that's what she felt or understood. That was her. And the chills. And that made everything by you saying about the vape. That's crazy. So I, the reason I bring it up is because Harry... And this is for people tuning in for, like I say, for the first or last time, right. our loved ones are available. And those children we were supposed to have but didn't have, they exist. They do. And we can communicate with them and we can ask them questions. So is that what you wanted to talk about, Harry? He, said, he just wanted to say it's been a fun ride and he's learned so much from both sides since then. He just really wants people to understand it's way better. Just, you know, just like you would that you believe that there's germs in a bathroom, that there is an afterlife, almost like that. Well, when he means way better, do you mean, do you mean it's way better than you could have imagined when you were on the planet? Indescribable. Yes. So what, just if you could, if you don't mind, uh, could you go through some of the stuff that you do? I mean, do you do you play sports? Do you hang out with people? Who are you surprised to hang out with? If you think guitar is a sport, then yes. All oh, so you're playing. Okay. Now, Jennifer, did you know that Harry Dean played guitar? I think I remember someone. Well, he used it. to play Spanish songs. And mm -hmm. I remember I asked you once about that. Where did you... Where did all that come from? You had knew every Spanish song I think I'd ever heard. I just asked him, like, was it a Mormon mission? <laughs> so how, oh, no, no. But how did you know? Well, let me ask you, was that from a previous lifetime? That singing, that, you know, musicianship or? Yes, it was, it was. But it's some like when you get things from a, thank you. When you get hits from a past life, you, it could be good and bad or and different but if it's something that keeps after you you just search for it and you just feel like it's a longing calling you know he's pointing to me like with what i'm doing right now that's something that i've done in previous lifetimes right and so well i have a very weird uh musical story about harry other than the fact that i did jam with him a few times and play guitar and 
you know, and sat around, I think uh, it was at somebody's house where there was a party and it was just me and him. And I was like, Harry, you want to play a little bit? And he performed a lot at the Mint. But when I was on Laverne and Shirley, by the way, you'd have been to the Mint. So I was on Laverne and Shirley many years ago as a pizza delivery guy. Right. Uh, Penny Marshall had cast me in the part. Harry Dean was the guest star. And I didn't really know him enough to go up and talk to him. I didn't know. I mean, Luana was his close friend. And of course, you know, anyway, I just didn't know that connection. But ultimately, Harry sang a song on the show. And because the song went long, they cut the pizza delivery. Oh, my goodness. So, Harry, anything you want to say about that, buddy? Sorry, buddy. (laughs) Uh, So, listen. There are a lot of your fans here on the planet who want to hear something from you. I mean, you were in a John Hughes movie, uh, Pretty in Pink. You played the dad. Um, um, he's okay. So he's writing poetry. Oh, that's interesting. Good. Hold on, I'm writing poetry in my mind. Treat life as a soliloquy, and know it never has to end if you don't want it to. That's interesting. Treat life as a soliloquy and know it never has to end if you don't want it to. And what do you mean by that? That's what I just asked him. He said you can you can put in a lot of things. It's like baking a like <laughs> cooking something where you put in a lot of ingredients and sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't, but it doesn't matter. It's you're still cooking it or you're still making it. Like eventually you'll get it right. Eventually it'll come out nice. Eventually you'll get rid of the stuff that I see. You just keep keep getting, just keep adding stuff. You just keep adding stuff. And know that it's better to take risks than no risk at all. And any message you might want to give to your friend, uh, Fred Roos. Fred, producer. I loves what he's doing. He's like in the room watching him do what he's doing. And, and he says that he has conversations with Fred, thanks to you, I think. And do you think Fred's aware of it or? Um, sometimes, I think once he felt him or he, there was a coincidence that happened why he was, or something that, something that he decided to put in because of Harry Dean. Oh, very good. So maybe okay. and because of something Harry Dean is Maybe a past, suggestion. Yeah, because they, they're making the Francis Coppola film Megalopolis down in Atlanta. And so maybe Fred had a suggestion, you know, why don't you? Because Fred it was a is a famous casting director. He put Harrison Ford in Star Wars and Indiana Jones and all these other films and American Graffiti cast and anyway. Um, wow. How about anything about for your friend Jack Nicholson? <laughs> that guy knows how to party. Still, <laughs> I feel like he's he's saying alluding to he's happy that he's healed or healing happy that he's healed or healing that's very good uh i'm just gonna throw out some celebrity names because at your memorial there was al pacino anything you want to say to al he's saying al needs to slow down (laughs) al needs to slow down i love that and what about uh warren Beatty? warren was there at your memorial oh nothing to warren Beatty. he's saying warren's up here (laughs) even though he's down there (laughs) Can I just say that we're, yes, I think I understood what he was saying. Look, we're all, if we were all in our late 80s, we would be mostly on the flip side as well. Let's just say that. Um, 
Oh, I want to mention this. Uh, Harry Dean, you'll appreciate this comment, and it's really for Luana. But uh, Paul Simon's got a new album out called Seven Psalms. And when Paul wrote about this new album, he said he had a dream or a vision that somebody on the other side that he didn't know was telling him that you're going to be writing this album called Seven Psalms. And so the, when we spoke to uh, Luana on her birthday, she, Charles Grodin stopped by and he said something sweet. And so I wrote to Paul because I got the album and I listened to it. And I said, it was fantastic. And I said, do you remember some years ago, uh, Chuck Grodin had said to Paul, tell Paul that his last song is not his last song. Meaning Ooh. on the flip side, you continue to write music. And I wrote that and Paul wrote back and said, Richard, you have no idea how important that sentence is to me because it really reflects what I'm working on. And then when I said I got the album and I loved Seven Psalms, he wrote back and said, Chuck Grodin's comment inspired the song Trail of Volcanoes. So the song, there's a song on the album that came directly from our conversation with Charles Grodin that I sent to Paul that inspired his song. And he said, happy birthday to Luana, because Paul oh, knew Luana very well. They dated. That is so sweet. That happened? That happened last week or two weeks ago, whatever it was. Yeah, last week. So, you know, I'm not giving up any, you know, uh, secrets, but uh, oh, literally, is- literally said that Charles Grodin inspired his comment on our podcast, which got around to him inspired his song trail of volcanoes on the new album seven psalms i have it it's beautiful it feels like it was written by somebody one foot on the flip side he's in his 80s and one foot on the on stage let's just call it that i so, am so excited that's so isn't that fun and so okay i, Harry I love Dean. that because somebody made a comment which i told you about earlier how i didn't know about the afterlife because he's never listened to anything. He just is somebody that trolls, you know. Yeah. But I, and I just, I'm like, okay. <laughs> All right. I'm like, yeah. like, But see, when people do that, and I get it on Quora sometimes, I think someone on the flip side got this person upset, got them, sent them to the website, Hacking the Afterlife Forum on Quora, to complain. Like, <laughs> you don't know what you're talking about, blah, blah, blah. And I always say, now, look, take a, take a deep breath somebody on the flip side sent you here so that you would then consider like harry dean says that it's possible ed begley jr was one of harry dean's friends he's a very prolific actor a terrific guy he was in better call saul i saw him the other day mm-hmm. and harry dean is there any new thing you'd like to say to ed begley jr he says he's really impressed with what he's done so far He's working on a couple of projects, it feels like. And there's a big project that's like looming over his head and he just needs to take it easy. Okay, very good. And everything's going to work out. Everything's going to work out. Yeah, that's... It's a timing thing. It's like a timing issue, it feels like. Okay. I must say, when, I, when we talked to Harry, I mentioned it to Ed and he looked at me like I was out of my gourd. But the other night when I ran into him, uh, he was, Ann Cusack, uh, my old pal, was playing up at a place called Vibrato. He was there. I sat next to him, 
And I reminded him of the conversation. And then he introduced me to his wife who said, oh, I'm totally into this. You know, like, what, what is it? What did you hear? So, yeah, you know, look, we can be skeptics. Um, I actually, I felt really good about it. A lot of people, if you know, this happens for me, it's happened once, literally only once in like twice now in 10 years where somebody says something that rude or whatever. And I, I just usually it comes from a place of pain. That's me. True. And abusers it's like were not abused. my job to make anybody believe in anything. And I didn't feel the need to defend myself. I know that I'm helping a lot of people. There's no way you can just do this. And th- like, it's unfortunate that there are some people that take people's money and or do not do this, right? Or or, or unethical about it. Yeah. But. Uh, but listen, you know, on the scale of things, you really have to focus on. Look, it, we've talked to people who were burned at the stake for their uh, revealing what we talk about on a weekly basis. We've talked to Giordano Bruno. We've asked him. And ultimately, the truth sets people free on both sides of the veil. So even if somebody doesn't want to hear the truth or they want to throw stones at you while you're telling the truth, it eventually will set them free. Their higher selves hear it, their guides, their teachers, they they eventually will say, calm down. Right. Going, or or one of their relatives. And we've said this before. If you're so adamant that you that life doesn't go on, you won't experience it here. No yeah. one can get through the filters because you put such a blockade up. But is what Harry Dean's showing up. He's the he's the guy who invented the phrase. Allow for the possibility that life continues on, because then you won't spend your life arguing about it like I did, as he pointed out. Like, what a waste of time. Yeah, he was arguing. And it was also because he was in a lot of pain, he reminds me. So he had a lot of friends that left the planet. That's exactly what he said when we first talked to him, word for word. Okay. That, that, that he was in pain from his friends leaving, and he didn't want to face it. He didn't want to accept that it might be that they still existed but here he is here he is talking to us so harry uh, he, said he, yours. He, said, he said he did get into your dream state okay so i you know I, I i do have these weird dreams where i'm talking to people on the flip side and then he i wake up and i'm like what what, what? you and he was with an indian chief so wow that. interesting who was the indian chief somebody we talked to it could have been you guys revisiting who you were but wait a minute hold on we <laughs> We sitting bull was in a topic of conversation like two days ago. So was it was that it, a couple days ago? Okay. So was it Tatanka Ayotanka? Was that who it was? <laughs> so and the reason was is because we were watching something on television and they were talking about sitting bull, Tatanka Ayotanka, Tanka. I can't pronounce it, but and then we listened to some music the 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 song of sitting bull it's like a chant to him my son and i we just popped it on you know and we're just talking and i go god listen to this chant just imagine if people walked around in converse like this so he was literally in our apartment you know two days ago it's pretty amazing it is you know smoking the peace pipe ah when your hands go together that means jennifer has to go applaud somewhere else (laughs) all right well let's thank Let's thank Jennifer first. Jim, sorry we didn't chat chat a little bit more. Harry Dean, it's always fun. 
We didn't talk to your friend, Bill Paxson. Bill's always hovering by when Harry Dean is here. Well, I know. Bill was in, and then I i mean, they, I get shown so many things. I'm sorry. But yeah, Does Bill want to say words. one thing before I lose you? He's happy about what you're doing to stay on the planet. So whether it's your eating, your habits, he's saying that. Okay. Um, My arguing. Arguing. I, I need to be here. Um, Harry Dean, thank you so much, brother. We appreciate you. We miss you. And... You know, what can I say other than talk to your relatives? They're standing by. Phones are open. Have that conversation. Love, love. Everyone can love, love. Bye. Bye. Thank you, Jennifer. This has been Hacking the Afterlife podcast with Jennifer Schaefer. For more information, jenniferschaefer.com, martinizone.com, or richmartini.com. Hacking the Afterlife documentary is available on Gaia.com via Amazon Prime.